We like to go to garage and estate sales and look for treasures. We also like to gather collectors and resellers alike and provide them with valuable information about products, many of them vintage, and share tips about how to get started and make some extra side money doing what we do. Thanks for joining us today. So we are going to start here. All right, let's see how everything's going. So how do we do last week? Last week was, um, actually, there was a typo here. Um, so just look at the right side. Uh, profit was $804.37. Our gross was 1065 We definitely um, made the most profit, again, on Etsy. And then second would be Poshmark and then eBay. So uh, we didn't sell anything on Mercari last week. Um, and yeah, it was pretty slow. Uh, how about you guys? How, how are your sales? How are your, your Poshmark sales going? Um, definitely Etsy is still the winner for the last couple of weeks. And so hopefully we'll keep that going. And um, these are some of our favorite sold items. So we have first one is, we've actually sold a couple of these before. This is a Disney Princess Pink 13 inch color TV. Um, it's basically one of those vintage, large, boxy television, but it's branded Disney. It's very cool because when you adjust the volume, you go up and down the channel. Um, the Little Mermaid uh, cartoon would pop up on the screen. So it's definitely a really cool gift for someone who is into Disney. And we sourced this for $40 and sold this for $388. Now, guys, if you guys are interested in selling this item, um, the VHS and DVD player is definitely more rare. Um, so look out for that one. And... Um, if it comes with a remote, uh, it's definitely worth more because these remotes are very hard to find. So Disney Princess Pink TV, 13 inch. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people would ask us like how we package it. We basically have to send out two shipments, um, one for the TV and one for the player. And John uh, has a comment. He says, nice profit. I always wanted a pink TV like that. That's hilarious. Um, maybe you're, 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 they have a, they have a Mickey Mouse version with two ears of speakers. Maybe you're interested in that one too. Um, so this next one is a lighthouse figurines. Um, we actually sourced this on an uh, online um, auction, uh, estate sale auction, and nobody was interested in this item. I thought they were super cute, so I snatched it for a dollar, and we sold this for $35. These are made out of ceramics, and I could see someone having like a beach house or a house, a house like next to the, the coast would use these as decorations. So there are different lighthouses. Some of them are, you know, from different like the diff the actual lighthouse area. So there's a, if you look at the bottom, it tells you where the lighthouse is located. So it's, it's kind of cool. I, I can hear now. So, you know, I'm back. <laughs> so happy, happy Tuesday, everyone. Thanks for um, your patience on getting my, what do you call these things? AirPods, AirPods. AirPods connected. Yeah, it's like, I still don't understand how they get disconnected in the first place. But my mom was visiting this weekend and I was showing, trying to show her how the, um, that effect where you like drown out the noise works. I don't even know if we ever got to it, but I connected my AirPods to her devices. I think that messed everything up, but um, yeah, I'm back. It's nice to hear you and hear voice. And, um, and yeah, like these lighthouse figurines are so cute. Um, this is one of those things that you can pick up for a dollar and know like, so a lighthouse lover out there is going to buy it, <laughs> like Michelle said, um, or even a real estate agent who wants to decorate their house. Remember, in our last episode, we talked about home decor as being one of the high things that are selling right now, right? And so um, AirPods, yes. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> and so, um, so that's something to look out for. Um, so I do want to talk a little bit about 
Um, let us know how your sales went last week in the comments. We would love to know. Um, our sales went fine. We haven't been sourcing. I actually did go sourcing today. Um, pickings were a little bit slim. So after we finished talking about our favorite sales, I did want to like review a little bit about how sales and all of that are going for us anyway. And I would like to hear more about you guys as well. All right. So I, I'll talk about these ones. So this is, it says here Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls. And I guess they're the original. So they're vintage. Our cost was, um, I think I paid $4 each for each doll. Um, and then we sold them for 50 for the pair. So I, I know exactly what I got these. I got these at, um, a swap meet. Yeah. I found these at a swap meet. Um, and here's a fun fact. When I was a kid, my favorite doll in the world was one of these, but like the copycat version, not like the original version. Right. So I'm, this was back in the eighties. So. I don't know when these dolls first came out, but back in the 80s when I was a kid, I had a purple version and I loved how her legs were long. So she just had like, she was like purple and white. Her hair was purple and the legs, you know, were all like purple stripes. And I thought it was so cool. She had those long legs. Now my aunt, my mom's sister, who was a few years older than her, um, and, and this, you know, back in at this time, we all lived together because my mother and my aunt were single moms young single moms and in her room she had a larger version of this doll on her dresser drawer and those legs used to hang over the dresser drawers and i remember as a kid i wasn't allowed in her room but i used to want to sneak in there so i could look at that doll and her long leg i thought she was like so beautiful <laughs> so how's it going terry from evolving always productions Happy hi terry it's Taco Tuesday. Does anybody have tacos today? I saw Michelle, you bought some chips, tortilla chips. So thank you so much for that because you got guac yesterday. I'm gonna I'm gonna have that for dinner tonight. So I appreciate that. Um, so Bill says his sales were meh. Um, yeah, our, I think our sales were also meh, other than the fact we got a, lucky on a couple of good sized sales, um, just from like old inventory that wasn't supposed to sell, but you get those random sales, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so Terry's having a taco salad. I miss you, Terry. It's been a while. Um, hope you're doing well. And it's really nice to see everyone. Duncan, uh, Bill, and let's see here, and Michelle. <laughs> Duncan said, take the dolls off the screen. They are scary. They're not that scary. <laughs> Duncan, I don't know if you missed our Tuesday last week or live. That doll was scary. That was a porcelain doll. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So this is the last uh, favorite item. I think favorite because, you know, it's always cool to have a DVD VCR um, dubbing system where you can transfer all your uh, VHS tapes to DVD. So a lot of people are looking for these. So we sort is 40 bucks and sold us for $328. Fun fact on this one. I actually picked up two of these last week and one is going to my mother so she could copy her VHS to her DVD DVDs. Um, and she said she wants to get, do it for her kids, you know? Um, so that's where the other one's going. And, um, these are our bread and butter items. If you haven't, you know, for those of you who have listened, and on our podcast for a little while now, you know, vintage electronics is kind of our bread and butter items. We have noticed it's getting more competitive, at least in our area, to find these. Um, so it's taking us more longer and more work to find the items, and they're much more expensive. So um, I remember just one year ago when they, when these items were, you know, you could score them for 15, 20 bucks. Now locally, they're going for like 50, 60, 70 bucks. Yeah, there is a demand. Yeah. Yes, um, and Evolving Always Productions, Terry says, wow, a very awesome flip. Yeah, so again, like if you, you know, pay attention, if you happen to pick up a DVD-VHS combo, see if the DVD is a recorder. If it is, you have scored. And again, accidentally, my scores last week both happen to be um dvd writers so we got super duper lucky i was so happy when that when when i got there and i was picking these items up 
I was like, yay, this is going to help us. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right, Marina, uh, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, I just want to see how sales were for everyone. Um, Duncan, how are sales for you? Um, you know, Terry, how are sales for you? For us, um, you know, we want to improve our eBay a bit. So we're strategizing. We have a lot of inventory to also, um, you know, we want to move. So we're going to attempt something new. And we'll keep you guys posted next Tuesday to see how it goes. But Michelle and I are actually going back into our inventory, finding similar sized items like t-shirts and we're putting them in bundles. So we're going to try that out and see how it goes. If you guys have any tips for us on how to increase our eBay sales, uh, we're all ears. Yeah. So uh, feel free to also message us during the week um, on our Instagram account, which is Flipping Gals. We're more than happy to share tips. We share our daily lives on there. And if you have any tips for us to get our eBay store going, we would welcome that with open arms. Mm -hmm. All right. So okay. Yeah. Okay. So Duncan says, I still don't know why VHS is popular. I don't think I could ever watch a VHS video again. The quality is so poor compared to the Blu-ray. Yeah. And isn't there now like 4K, which is even like a step above Ray? How's that quality? Um, mm -hmm. I wouldn't know. We don't have 4K, I don't think. Um, and then Duncan said, my stuff sells all year round. No slowdowns. That is that you have found the answer, Duncan, that the, to the question that many of us have. <laughs> so, um, and then Terry said that she's working on Etsy and eBay. Really, really glad to hear that. Uh, Terry, Yay. that should prove fruitful for you um, to see the results of that. Um, yeah, we had a, a friend actually message us, I think it was yesterday. She said that um, she sold an item on Etsy and we actually offer webinars on our on our homepage, uh, flippingals.com on Etsy. And she took the first webinar, how to get started, and um, she sold one of a, a VHS DVD combo on there. So uh, so that was really really exciting and fantastic. Um, finally, Duncan said, "What new thing are you attempting to sell? Um, are you attempting selling vintage stamps?" So no, we haven't tried to do that, but we're open. So, um, and we're going to talk about a bolo today that we usually gloss over when we go estate sailing. We're not going to do it anymore though, after this bolo. And I do, yeah. and I did check out boots, but in our area, Southern California, there are not very many boots. And today when I went thrifting, I did look in the boot section, but the comps for the two pairs I found were not the best. So I didn't pick them up, but I did look. Um, there were a lot of slim picks in the thrift store today for us, um, but we picked up a couple of nice things I do want to talk about. We picked up a vacuum cleaner for $80, and what was the name of that brand, Michelle? Rainbow. Rainbow. So check out Rainbow Vacuum Cleaner. Um, shout out to, I think it was Hustle and Hooks. They have a huge following on eBay. Um, I think they're the ones that expose us to that vacuum, um, and it should sell for about two to $300. And then, um, and that's it. And then I just picked up like a couple toys and t-shirts, honestly, not really tiny little things. It's very small, um, pickings. Oh, we did get a five disc DVD changer. So if you find those, you could do really well with those as well. So if you're mm -hmm. not, we're in LA and Los Angeles, Southern California area, but many of you are in different parts of the world. So if you run into those items, pick them up, test them out, and, um, you know, could add some nice profits to your earnings. Uh, Bill says, sorry about the bull stuff that happened on Posh Ladies. Yeah, we're going to, we're, I was thinking about maybe doing a video and uploading it on YouTube because I think the comments from everyone who saw our stories and, and the stories are still live. So if you hear the podcast tonight, you could still check them out, but got a lot of awesome back that I'm going to publish from, um, people who saw the stories. And I learned a lot from this, from this experience. Like, yes, it's definitely a bummer when you get scammed. <laughs> we got scammed on Poshmark. Um, but you know, we're learning other people are learning. I believe someone who read it warned another seller who had just sold to that same buyer and they are canceling their order. So hopefully that you know, at the very least, it, it saved one person from that same 
um, buyer. So, so that was nice. Caitlin Murphy, how's it going? Thanks Hi, for Caitlin. joining us. Would you like to help me with the comments, Michelle, before we get started yeah, on a bullet? Caitlin said she started selling pet items on Poshmark and sold a dog jacket within the hour of within the hour. Oh my gosh, That's so that cool. is so awesome. We do have a lot of pet stuff, so that is very exciting. We have some jackets <laughs> too. We Our have dogs don't really wear them. <laughs> we have costumes, we have dog toys. So yeah, that's exciting. Um, and then Terry has a comment. He, she says, well, Rainbow, I used to sell those like 30 years ago, LOL. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, and I from what I hear, <laughs> they're like a good brand, right? Yeah. The guy powered it on and it sounded powerful. <laughs> All right, so um, Bolo of the Week, be on the lookout. So this is very interesting. Marina brought up this topic. Um, and, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, we never really look out for silver items. And, um, and you know, I saw somewhere as I was doing research, and they say real silver, um, usually, you know, they don't look that attractive, but you can always polish it. So something that's really worn out. If you polish it, it'll look brand new. So um, just use modern baking soda. And so after knowing that, I think next time when we go thrifting, um, we're definitely going to be on the lookout for these amazing silverware. Yeah. So I just wondered before we get started also, are there any of you who are in the in the audience, are you sellers of silver? Have you ever picked up silver to sell or resell? Um, or are you familiar with um, with silver in general? Michelle and I, we go to a lot of estate sales, or we did in the past. It's much less now. And there's always silver at estate sales. And we never stop. We never check it out. We never look at it. But after doing a little bit of research, that is definitely um, changing. I want to find some silver. I want to show you guys like, hey, look what I look what we found and look what we were able to, um, you know, to sell for a good, good price. So, um, all right, so there are some types of silver we wanted to discuss with you. And so pure silver or fine silver, Michelle, what does that mean? That's basically 99.9% .9 silver, which is very, very, very rare and hard to find. So would you say that it's ex more expensive if you do find it then? Because oh, yes. Rarity. Yeah. Definitely more expensive. Um, and then there is silver, which is basically a very generic term, and you really don't know how much silver is in there. So when you see it, it's kind of vague. Um, there is also coin silver. So coin silver um, is basically 90% silver and 10% copper. That's interesting. And okay, so then there's also sterling silver, which... Um, I believe that means 92.5% silver and 7.5% other metals, which it's usually copper, right? So yeah. the sterling silver standard has a minimum, um, millismal finest of 92.925. You'll see that marking on the silver. Um, and the last one is silver plating. So silver plating very simple it's basically have a very thin layer of silver outside and then inside it could be any metal brass copper white metal nickel whatever that you want to make it out of so those are the different types of silver um and now let's go to two myths that we have uh, yeah but really fast um Bill, Girly Girl Style Hub says that there are plenty of good, inexpensive silver polish products out there. So um, for us resellers, it'd be good to have one of those in our tool, toolbox, right? And I, what we, we're going to do two, um, like, they're not, I don't, Michelle, I thought we we're going to do two, um, what do you call that, trivia questions. So Michelle, if you don't mind just restating those questions in the form of trivia really fast. Whoever answers correctly... Um, Michelle, I'm buying you time now, but whoever answers correctly, these oh. trivias, we're going to send you a dollar in Venmo. So <laughs> yeah, but we're just kind of tying this out. 
thought it would be fun to send some cash, some money. We only have Venmo, but I heard like Cash App is a thing. So okay, if we want to start like giving you guys some cash, what is your preferred app of choice? Um, if you don't mind, put it in the in the comment. Let us know. <laughs> Duncan says, oh, I need a buck. <laughs> so <laughs> let us know. Um, yeah, let us know what your preferred method of receiving cash is because we want to have some fun and um and play some trivia and give you guys some little money here and there <laughs> um so oh this is cool uh terry said that ca the cash app with that you can actually use it to get stocks so um oh well that's cool so that's good to know um thank you maybe we'll open a cash app we don't have that okay so is this our trivia question michelle the first one I guess the first question is, and I'm going to keep an eye on the, I'm going to write some notes down. Silver plate is magnetic, true or false? Wait, you have on the screen, it says number one, silver plate, silver plate is magnetic, silver is not, but did, we didn't even discuss what silver plate was. Did I did. we discuss what it was? Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. Oh, we did. What is silver plate? I totally just went blank on that uh, when it's plated it's a very thin layer of um silver outside oh right right right. outside of another metal okay got it okay mm -hmm. okay okay so we have a couple of answers so girly girl saw hubs bill says true and um duncan said false and terry said false so michelle would you mind sharing or if he said false Michelle, would you mind sharing again? The first person who answered correctly is going to get a little bit of cash from us. Um, and what's the answer, Michelle? The answer is false. Um, silver plate is not magnetic. And um, silver is also not magnetic. So they're both um, not so magnetic. Both, they're, they're both not magnetic. Um, awesome. <laughs> so let's see. So Terry and uh, Duncan. They get a buck. Yeah. So, um, okay. So yeah, we're all participating. There we go. So I guess it's not the first person who participates. It's if you get it right, you're going to get a buck. So um, we're going to have Duncan and Terry and Ely, Ely as well. So we actually have three winners. Hey, you. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate our podcast. Our podcast is fairly new and we're in need of comments. If you can think of anyone an episode may be helpful for, please share the episode with them. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. And again, a million thanks for stopping by. So congrats, Terry, and congrats, Ely. All right, are you ready for the second trivia question? So I'll do this one. Uh, myth number two, true or false, silver plate doesn't tarnish like genuine silver true or false please don't google the answer just guess <laughs> five put in your comment true or false five four three if you're gonna enter you gotta enter your answer before i get to zero. Two, one. nobody answered yet i see i'm seeing the answers in here actually um, zero. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. So Bill says false. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Bill says false. Terry says false. Duncan says false. Are you ready for the answer? Yeah. The answer is it's actually um, silver and silver plate both tarnish. So they do tarnish. So the answer was false. Um, yes. Yeah. Wait, okay. no, it's, yeah, that's true. So yeah, the answer is false. I got confused. And Duncan says, I had an unfair advantage because my dad owned a jewelry factory when I was a teenager. So oh. that's okay. That's what trivia is all about, right? Trivia is all about how much knowledge you have from where your life has taken you. So Michelle said she's going to tally who answered um, the yep. questions. I guess both answers were false this time. Um, this was really fun. If you liked the trivia, let us know. And We'll make sure to include this every Tuesday because um, why not? And Girly Girl Style Hubs, Bill said it actually tarnishes less. So 
the accurate answer. <laughs> okay. All right. Are we ready for to look at some bolo? Yeah. Um, really quickly, though, if you um, please let us know your preferred method method of pay, payment. We have PayPal and we have Venmo at the moment. Um, and but let us know so we could consider another payment for the next time. And send us our um, send us your handle on our Instagram direct messages if you do not mind if you are a winner. Congrats to all the winners. And Duncan said, Duncan, did, did I win to $1 or $2? Duncan, you won $2. That might be more in Australian money. <laughs> or less. A dollar, I don't, I don't know how or less. Oh, no, sorry. Um, okay, great. That was fun. Thanks for playing, those of you who played. And we're going to get started with some bolos here. So the first one here is, and these are all American companies, by the way. So um, I think... I think there's a good chance if you if you go to estate sales that you will find these. But remember, there's also a lot of online auctions and online estate sales for, you know, many of us who aren't able to leave their home. And then the weather's crazy, I hear, right? Like it's freezing, um, it's snowing, like in a lot of parts of the U.S. Um, so if you're not able to, again, leave your house, you can shop online. But this company here is called Reed & Barton. Is anyone familiar with the company Reed & Barton? So the Reed and Barton company um, is based out of Taun Taunton, Massachusetts. And they actually began operations in 1824, which is insane, right? Um, that was a long time ago. Their products included sterling silver and silver plate flatware, which we had to look up. And it means like utensils. Utensils. And, yeah, right? Um, and so... So this was, um, you know, this during the Civil War, this is interesting, the Reed and Barton produced a considerable quantity of weapons for Union Army soldiers and officers. That is very, very interesting, right? Um, and also, just to, con wait, is this, I think that's it, actually. Yeah, that's it. So what you see in the picture, if you're watching our YouTube Live or YouTube Live replay, is a couple of uh, tea sets with trays. So there's a six piece vintage 1951 silver plate uh, tea set. I believe it, ha yeah, it has six pieces. So you see, like, I think it's like, oh, it's really hard to see, but I see at least two tea pots that are gorgeous. And I want to say, um, I cannot see <laughs> what is on there, Michelle. It's too little. Can you tell us? Um, what so there's basically, yeah, it's a big tray and it's got, um, I think, a creamer, uh, a sugar container, uh, uh, two cups and three teapots. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I was, and this is what attracted me. I think this is what, what attracted me. I was looking at online um, auctions. I love doing that on my spare time. I love looking to see, <laughs> looking and learning. And I know that these, like creamers it was like um silver creamer was going for a lot of money and i was like mm. they were they were not shiny they were just like they look so dirty and like old and stuff and i and i looked it up and that's when i discovered like wow these are worth a lot of money i could see why the bid is so high on these um but it also made me reflect that like we never stop to look at silver and that's been a big mistake on our end so hopefully we don't do that again going forward we're also going to be showing you what the logo looks like momentarily so again this beautiful tea set sold for 960 dollars in december of last year uh 2020 and the shipping was expensive too it was 160 dollars for the shipping yeah you know, the, the crazy thing is um, this the set came from 1951, and I'm sure the seller cleaned it and polished it, and it looks brand new, which is yeah. really insane. That's a good point. Yeah, it kept really well. And there's another one that sold for $1,200. Oh, hold on. Okay. Again, Michelle, if you could tell us what's on there. I think I see like three teapots or something, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, another three teapots, a creamer, I see um, a cup, and a sugar container. Cool. And then it's on a tray. So $1,200, yep. shipping was $136.74. Um, and so Terry of Almond Always production says, very pretty. Duncan says, I used to have a silver and gold chess set, wow. real silver and gold. Wow, baller. <laughs> baller, for sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> All okay. right, this is still yours. Still mine? You want me to do this one too? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Yeah. So this next, um, but what happened to the picture of the logo for yeah, the Yeah, so one this before? is still the same brand, um, but we're showing the flatware. <laughs> Remember? No, I forgot. Okay. Thank you. So sorry. So the same brand. Um, also, as we mentioned, they do flatware, right? Like utensils. And so, wow, these go for a lot. There's a set of 68 pieces. The title of these ones are English Chippendale. That's what they're called. They're, if you look at the fork and the spoon, they're not like a bridge shape. They look, they have a unique um, design to it. And there were, um, it, it was, sorry, it was um, flatware for 12 people. That's a lot of people. And it was a 68 piece set for $4,850. And that includes shipping. There was another piece. Um, the title is English Provincial by Reed and Barton. This is sterling silver, sold for $2,495 free shipping. Okay, so really fast on the flatware. There was a total of $1.6 million last year in eBay sales. And that's about 3,000 uh, sellers who sold over 20,000 sets. So um, average sold price for a set is about 80 bucks. Of course, we're showing you the, you know, the more expensive ones that you could potentially find. And Michelle, would you go my go back to the tea set really fast? Um, okay, the tea set's important too because there was about 3.3 million in sales last year and only 7,636 sellers. And they sold a total of 28,448 tea sets. So what does that say? That says there's a lot of room here for us sellers, right? This mm -hmm. is a market that is, uh, it's like, it's a secret market that not a lot of people know about. Those sellers know about it, but think about that. Um, you know, 3.3 million divided by 7,600 sellers. I would rather this than tennis shoes personally. And the average sold price is about 115 uh, dollars per piece. Yep. And uh, keep in mind, these are all sterling silver. Do you remember the percentage of sterling silver, Marina? Is it 92.5? That's right. And really quickly, Duncan says, um, again, when I was a teenager, my grand grandmother used to have silver cutlery sets like 200 years old. That must be worth a fair bit these days. It must be worth a fair, fair bit these days, Duncan. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's really cool. And finally, we do have pictures for you guys to check out the logos. So when you are looking, um, you know, for those listening on the podcast, I have to describe it to you to the best of my ability. But there's like a globe at the very top of the logo, followed by the words MFD and plated by Reed and Barton, Taunton, Massachusetts. Um, now, some of them have a number and a date when they were uh, made and even the description of like, you know, for example, this one says six half pints. So some description of how much maybe liquid it holds or whatnot. Yep. Okay, moving on to the next one. This is Wallace Silversmith. Again, another... Um, Another American company, and Caitlin, you're in Connecticut. This company is based in Prospect, Connecticut. Um, so I would love to go thrifting in Connecticut now. Um, so yeah, estate that, sales. Hit up some estate yeah. sales. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the, this company um, started actually in 1815, and um, it's got a pretty interesting story. This person, uh, his name was Wallace. Robert Wallace, he basically started working as an apprentice for a company that does silver, silverware, and then he opened up his own company and it's huge. Um, so we've, we have two really cool examples here. These are punch bowl, punch bowl platter. Yeah. These so are I could cool. almost imagine, yeah, I could almost imagine like the great Gatsby, like, you know, he's having a giant party and you like go and dressed up and you have your little punch bowl in there. Um, so it has 15 pieces. There's a giant punch bowl in the middle, and it has these um, cups, silver cups around it, along with a ladle and a tray underneath. Um, this 
example we have here, it was sold for $600 and another example sold for $675. So really, really cool um, design. I would not own this because I don't think we have room for this, but still cool to flip. Yeah. And I, and I just wanted to point out um, there was 1.8 million in sales with only 1900 sellers. So it's, there's a smaller quantity of these going around, um, but definitely on the East coast um, look into it, you know, especially they're from Connecticut um, and check them out. And um, sorry, Michelle, not to take over. No, it's fine. Um, and then we've got an example of the logo. It's super simple. Basically, it says Wallace Sterling, and it has a little W um, in the middle between Wallace and Sterling. So if you guys are looking for for this brand, um, look out for that logo with the W word. Um, and it has a number underneath. So a lot of places, you know, when they make pots and pans or even silverware, they put a number underneath it. So I think that's a really good indicator that is it's a vintage. Yes. Okay, so we're gonna go on to another brand, William Rogers and Son. Again, American company. The company was, um, I think it was started around the 1930s. So again, this company is close to being um, antique in nature, right? Um, and so they, I think they sold, um, what did they sell? Well, in this example, they have both tea sets and punch bowl sets. So I guess they, they just sold those, those things as well. Um, and they have the punch bowl for about 675. Is it the same set from the before picture? Yeah, actually just focus on the first picture. <laughs> I'm confused. Did you no, the, the, uh, the top one is the Rogers and Son. Oh, sorry about that. Okay, just kidding. No punch bowl, just a tea set, right? So there's a tea set here. Mm -hmm. Um, I notice it has about three teas and what what teapots and what are those little things, Michelle? I cannot see those. Uh, I think like a little creamer holder and a cup. Okay, and a got tray. it. Okay, got it. And a tray, yeah. So um that only sold for $345. So I mean, if I was to buy it for less than a hundred bucks, I would flip it, you know, maybe even as far as like 150. Um, and total sales wasn't much. It was only 230,000, 5,000 sellers and 9,900 of these sold. So notice against the price difference there compared to what we were showing you guys earlier with the 3.3 million and 7,000 sellers, right? So you know which ones to look for. Um, the average sold price on the, these ones, William Rogers and Sons was $23. So again, this one's not going to make you a whole lot of money, but if you can find a set, we would pick it up. We like picking mm -hmm. up that are going to sell that are going to give us about a hundred dollars um in profit per per item that we sell so like for example if we get some pots and pans then we like to bundle them so that we can get one two hundred dollars in profit for that one sale okay and then the logo is going to be like a bird with w and then m underscore rogers right that's one logo um, they also have another logo because actually what ended up happening throughout times is they kept merging with other companies. So you can note very, very early on is the WM Rogers logo with the bird at the beginning, a star at the end. But later on, you could also find um, FB Rogers Silver Company, right? Mm -hmm. So they merged several times. Um, they had Rogers, Smith & Co., um, they had William Rogers, MFG Co. So anything with, um, you know, William and Rogers is them, probably going to be them. All right. This next one, Tiffany and Company, the very famous out of all of these um, for, I think, people, you know, at our generation, this is the most familiar brand. Um, Tiffany and Company, you know, obviously they, they're very famous from the movie, but also um, they were actually founded in 1837. And they make everything pretty much from bracelets, jewelry, to plates, to um, pretty much everything, necklaces. And, uh, and we actually, we went sourcing, um, I think about a year and a half or two years ago, and we found some Tiffany and Company plates. Um, they weren't silver, but still, um, it's worth money. Uh, so 
We've got two bowls here. Um, one is a punch bowl from 1891, sold for 1,360, and another one that is a very unique square bowl. I would, I would, I guess that would, that would, that's how I would describe it: a square bowl um, with two handles inside, and it's a, it's a, it's a three thousand five hundred eighty-eight dollars that was sold for. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlin Murphy says, I live about 15 minutes from Prospect. I am on the <laughs> now. And Duncan says, I think my cousin lives in Connecticut. We'll tell him to Boco and Bolo. So buy one, keep one, and be on the lookout. <laughs> um, Michelle, would you mind reviewing um, eBay's like sales for the year and how many sellers? Oh, yeah, I mean, this is insane. And the last year, obviously, Tiffany and Company is a big company. They the total sales were at five, almost five million dollars, um, with a total sellers of five thousand four hundred and seventy-eight. A total of nineteen thousand and nine hundred items sold, and the average sold price is two hundred fifty dollars. Okay, guys, if you are here and you're interested in selling vintage, please, please, please become an expert at selling this because there's so much potential here. Look how how little of sellers are out there selling these pieces but i do have to say out of the pieces that i've seen even though this is an 1891 punch bowl it's timeless like i would keep that and not feel like oh this is an antiquated we're not really into keeping antiques in our home we do like vintage you know we like mid-century modern stuff but those those beautiful trays and bowls i would not mind having as display pieces in a home gorgeous we would never do that though we'd probably sell it but i mean yeah. if we had the luxury we would definitely want to keep those and I, yeah duncan says uh five million and ebay sells for you too duncan this is our goal <laughs> this is our goal how long it's going to take us to do that is a different story <laughs> duncan maybe you can look for your grandmother's um tea set or something and ship it over here <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, Tiffany and Company logo, I'm sure you guys are familiar with their logo. Um, over here, I think we've got three versions, as you know, there's so many versions. Um, sterling silver, again, it's a sterling silver, and it has a number underneath uh, the logo. The logo is basically a like almost like a Times New Roman font that says Tiffany and Company with a number on the bottom. I find it interesting that their logo is timeless also. Their font hasn't changed. They haven't really rebranded in terms of changing their font for all of these years. That's really kind of awesome. Marina, I think they rebranded last year because oh, okay. I think they're trying to they're trying to target the Gen Z and millennials and they're getting a lot of young influencers to wear their jewelry. So they did rebrand recently. Oh, okay. And so since last year, I haven't looked at their website because I haven't left my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one. This is my favorite. Marina, go ahead. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is Michelle's favorite. Steve Sterling Silver. Um, there's a very interesting method as to how these pieces are made. As you can tell, they're very intricate in nature. Um, Steve is S-T-I-E-F-F. And they call it repouse, um, which is like a French term. And re it's repousé, sorry, repousé. And what that means, it's like a type of metalworking technique in which a malleable metal is shaped by hammering from the reverse side to create a design in low relief. So, um, so that's, that's just, uh, again, it's a, it's a technique. But gosh, this sterling silver flatware the handle of the spoon forks and knives have like tiny little flowers it's so cute and one of these a set of these 33 pieces sold for two thousand dollars including shipping and there's these gorgeous salt and pepper shakers that sold for three hundred dollars a pair of free shipping total sales for this was only about four hundred forty five thousand only one thousand one hundred ninety eight sellers and only about 3,700 sold. Average price per piece is $120. However, um, they can go as high as $5,500 for a set. 
yeah, these are beautiful. <laughs> and, and this company is from Baltimore, Maryland. So thank you, thank you. Also yes. a, yeah, another American company. I, I definitely, I think, I think I would be able to tell the brand from the design. So that is super cool. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll be on the lookout for this for sure. Yes. Uh, Duncan said he has some silver teapots or stuff from the 1800s up in the cupboard. Wow, Duncan. Let us know what you got there. <laughs> All right, Michelle, this one is yours. Oh, by the way, that one company, though, that Michelle loves, um, the name again, and do we, is this it right here? Steve. Oh, it's so yep. beautiful the way that they write it. Um, it's Kirk Steve, and that's the name of the founder. And he actually founded this company in 1979. So it's a very, um, you know, well-known old, old company. Um, I think, was this the company that ended up creating something for the White House, Michelle, or was that another one that we skipped over? Nope. It's the next one. It's the next one. Okay. Sorry. I spoke too soon. Um, but really quickly, the logo, um, you're just going to find the name Kirk Steve, or even just the name Steve only. That's the name of the founder. And it will say something like silver plate. And I think that's it. All right, this last one. This is a Gorham Sterling. Um, it's an American company. So you know what? That's something that I just found out is that a lot of American companies mix silver. So I think silver is like a huge commodity for the US market um, that I was never aware of. So I'm learning. Um, so this. Gorham Manufacturing is one of America's largest manufacturers of silver plate and sterling pieces. It is um, started in 1831. So again, 1800s. Um, so you'll be able to find a lot of antiques here. It started in Rhode Island uh, in Providence. And actually use uh, a lot of coin silver flatware. They make a lot of coin silver flatware. So going back to our trivia, our little types of silver, what is coin silver? Do you remember, Marina? So coin silver is like mostly, is it brass? Is it like silver plated? I don't remember. <laughs> it's, uh, so coin silver is 90% silver, 10% um, copper. Got it. Uh, that's coin silver. So again, it's less than sterling silver. Sterling silver is 20, 92.5. Um, so here we have a very beautiful Art Nouveau tea set um, sold for $5,500. We've got another piece from 1869. So um, this is a centerpiece bowl sold for $4,000. And I, I still have to pull up another example. This is just one fork from 1870, sold for $140. So if you do find a fork, it's worth over $100. Um, if you look at the eBay stats, uh, total sales were at $6.3 million last year. Um, a lot of people actually yeah. carry this brand, 10,000 um, total sellers, 54,000 items sold and average sold price is at $115. Very cool. Yeah. 6.3 million in sales, right? In one year. But I did notice those really expensive pieces. Um, not only are they intricate and they kind of look like medieval style a little bit, like almost Victorian. like, is it Victorian? Yeah. Like I think of like the, um, the the hunchback of no, the Notre Dame church. What kind of style is that with the gargoyles? Right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like winged caricatures right there holding the tray. Um, yeah. that, but it's like gothic, gothic almost, right? <laughs> and yeah, no, but and but these expensive pieces are are antiques. They're from the 1800s, right? 1869, yeah. 1870s. So that's you know, again, I'm not a huge fan of antiques, but I think now I'm going to be looking for this Gorham Sterling uh, silver in an antique shop. You know, something we never even think to do when we go sourcing. Yeah. So this brand actually became famous um, in 1859 because the flatware, which is the utensils, was selected by Mary Todd Lincoln for the White House. So that's how it got, it became famous from the Lincolns. 
Uh, again, so here we are showing you the logo for Gorham Sterling. The logo is very, very unique. Um, it's basically three symbols. On the left is a lion. In the middle is a anchor. And on the right is a Gothic font of the letter G. Um, I think a later version, you could see the word Gorham with a lion um, symbol, but uh, I, I think I would remember this because it's just three symbols. There is no name on it. And this would be 100% a bolo because I don't think people would know what this is because the name, the brand is not engraved. <laughs> <laughs> Bill says, finally, the anchor in silver. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's it. That's, that's, that's our bolo for the week. Hopefully you guys learned something new. Yeah, I, I definitely did. Um, I, I enjoyed this, and I can't wait to to find you know some Gorham Sterling, honestly. And Terry, evolving always production says, I mean, I need to find silver for real. Yeah, please find some silver, everyone. Um, go on the hunt, you know, online. This is a treasure hunt, right? So <laughs> let's let's find some treasure. Let's share our findings and rejoice together. Um, yeah, thanks thanks so much for uh, joining our live, Michelle. You have your meme that you want to share, right? Uh, you do it. Sure. Okay. So there's a, a picture of a cat and the cat's like a chemist and he has, he's like, he's got like a blackboard with formulas behind him and he's wearing glasses and a bow tie. And, um, the meme said, Oh, in front of him, he has like chemicals. Like he's a, you know, chemist says so silver walks up to gold in a bar and says, Hey, you get out of here. Hey, <laughs> you, what is a you? It's gold, I believe, right? Okay, so yes, have a wonderful night. Um, thank you again so much for joining us. Um, please let us know how you would like your cash paid to you. Um, okay. Yeah, and um, let's see here. Again, Venmo, PayPal, send us a quick DM with your handle and your platform of choice. And we're gonna go ahead and send that cash over to you. Thanks so much for participating. We hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your Tuesdays. Ha enjoy your dinner if you haven't had that yet. And we will be back on Thursday for our live um, towards the end of the week. And until then, um, have a beautiful, beautiful night. Thanks again for coming, and we'll see you guys on Thursday. Good night. Have a good night. Bye. Hey, you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. Like, share, and direct message us during the week if you want to talk to us or even have questions about getting started on reselling yourselves.